Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. I'm Doug Prisoner in New York, 17 past the hour. Bloomberg Markets brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York City cash flow real estate, providing you between 12 to 16 percent annualized returns with immediate monthly distributions. You can see them there at NRIA.net. We had a mixed session for U.S. equities. Some concern about whether the Fed may be uh, moving ahead with raising interest rates in the face of weak data on inflation. We had Jim Bullard earlier in the session saying he's concerned about some of the recent numbers on inflation. He says the Fed can wait before more data becomes available and uh, they can wait to decide on whether or not to raise rates. But we had the uh, president of the Cleveland Fed Bank president, uh, Loretta Mester, saying softening inflation really hasn't changed her outlook on the economy. She prefers to continue a path of gradual rate hikes. So we had the Dow weaker by less than one-tenth of one percent. Home Depot, the big culprit here, stock was down by more than two and a half percent. Some of the numbers coming out of uh, the housing report called into question the issue of affordability and the strength of uh, spending on home improvements going forward. S&P 500 index better by about two-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ composite on the back of uh, higher tech stocks was better by about one-half of one percent. We had the U.S. 10-year Treasury last quoted in New York at 2.14 percent. Stability in the oil market, WTI trading right around $43. Even so, the active contract lost about 4 percent on the week. That's it on markets. Back to Bloomberg Markets with Carol and Corey. All right. Dave uh, Dave Krisner, did I just do that? Doug Krisner, of course, with the Bloomberg Business News Flash right here on Bloomberg Radio. Blackberry, actually in the black, showing a profit, yet uh, the stock really got beat up today uh, with its, its much uh, vaunted turn to software, maybe not going so well. Uh, we, but uh, with a look at what's going on with BlackBerry, and just back from an interview with CEO John Chen, is uh, Garrett Devinick. Uh, and, and Garrett, uh, talk to me about what you learned from John Chen today. Yeah, well, I went up to Waterloo, Ontario, to go speak with John Chen, and you know, as, as you just said, the stock's down a lot. It's down about 13% at the close. That's the most in almost two and a half years. So it's an interesting story because BlackBerry's actually had a banner year so far. They were up about 60% at, um, so far this year. Uh, you know, at the close yesterday, obviously, you know, today wasn't so good, but again, you know, they still had a good year, and that's just because things have sort of been going right for them. I mean, it seems that the market has finally started valuing them more as a soft companies and as a hardware company, and that's, of course, because they've completely gotten out of the hardware business. So, you know, any BlackBerry phones that you might see in the store today are now made by other people, and they just get licensing rights. But what happened here is I think people were getting pretty excited that maybe this software turnaround was taking, um, you know, picking up, and then the revenue numbers came in. They weren't quite what people were expecting, and then people said, well, wait a second, maybe it's not as good as we thought. I was going to say... Um Garrett, we're, I'm still mourning the loss of my BlackBerry. Oh, no. I miss that hardware. But having said that, um, is this just a little bit of a hiccup in their move from hardware to software, or is there, you know, is there something more significant that we as investors or investors need to be concerned about? So th- I asked John Chen about that because. From his perspective, he said, look, I'm getting my sales force together because we're now selling software. I really need to rejig the entire company to sort of be able to grow revenue in that way. But, you know, I sort of pushed back on that and said, like, look, I mean, are some
some of these businesses that you've gone into, um, especially when it comes to you know automotive software, that kind of thing, is is it maybe just a little bit more competitive than you maybe thought, or or you know there's major companies that they're up against. They build software to help companies and governments kind of control and secure their employees' phones, and they've been doing that for years and selling that for years. But there's major players such as IBM, VMware in the same space. And he said, you know, no, I'm you know things are going to be good. He's still sticking with his prediction of 10 to 15 percent software revenue growth this year. He, he said most of it's just going to come in the second half. You know, it's it's interesting here. Um, uh, I, w- I was updating my model of uh, BlackBerry today. I hadn't done it in probably six months or so. And, you know, I, w- I was struck by how much the services portion of the business, which would seem like it was the essential thing you didn't want to, uh, you know, didn- didn't want to get rid of, uh, has really taken a hit, not just the, the hardware side. Right. So that there's a few different things. So there's a service access fee, which is something that you used to have to pay back in the day when you bought a BlackBerry phone. So right. That's going to go to zero. But in terms of the software and services, which is sort of a new part of it, is when they go and they sell some of the software to you. So, for example, that software that a company might use to make sure all their employees' phones are in check and not being hacked, if they you know provide more services on top of that, that's sort of the money that they get from that. So those are sort of one and the same at this point. I do find it remarkable, right? For, go back, what, about a year or so? Uh, I feel like everybody was giving up on BlackBerry, and then they kind of figured it out. Uh, and so um, I guess what what are the questions we need to be kind of asking about uh, BlackBerry specifically, um, Garrett, over the next, I don't know, 6 to 12 months to see, yeah. you know, whether or not they're, they've, they've finished this turnaround? Yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of funny because I've been covering the company for a few years, yeah. sort of this turnaround that you mentioned, and I find a lot of people, especially if they're not close to the space, they still think about phones, but you have to sort of completely erase that image that you have of BlackBerry. I mean, this was an $80 billion hardware giant, and today I think you should look at it more as, you know, it's a business software company. They sell security software to businesses and governments. They almost have very little to do with phones these days. So you have to completely turn around your image of the company and almost sort of divorce what you knew before and look at it in a new way. So the question now is, you know, okay, fine, maybe they have a need of a higher valuation because they are a software company. They don't need to manufacture phones and hold them on their books anymore. But what comes with that is they need to be growing quickly. And if the company can't continue hitting the growth targets that they lay out, that's a concern for investors. Does it uh, stay independent? That's a good question. I mean, you know, we ask them that every quarter, and of course, you know, they give us that boilerplate answer. They'll look at any options that they get. But, you know, I think part of why the stock has been doing well is now that people were seeing that John Chen had gotten the finances in order and was able to sort of slowly get growth going again. Obviously, it does become a target for private equity. It becomes a target for perhaps some other large tech companies that want to grab some of those great patents that, that BlackBerry still has to this day and this book of business that John Chen himself has put together. So it's definitely an open question still. Well, they've spent it ton on acquisitions here. I mean, it's not like they just got the software business. They they went out and bought the software business, and so this has got to work. Yeah, and I mean, they're going to probably keep doing that, right? I mean, they had this amazing, um, you know, almost billion-dollar settlement from a a patent dispute that they had with Qualcomm, so that, you know, almost doubled the amount of cash that they have on hand. And And also was responsible for a lot of the earnings per share this quarter, so let's not get too crazy with the profits. That's why we saw a profit, you know, know, I think you you can kind of ignore the profit because it was because of this this judgment, but, you know, John Chen today, you know, without saying anything specifically, he was very heavily hinting that they are going to go out and do more acquisitions, and that is going to help 
help the top line. All right, Garrett DeVink, thank you so much. Canadian tech and telecom reporter at Bloomberg News, joining us from our bureau in Toronto. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Again, as we mentioned, BlackBerry shares, though, certainly have been on the move in today's session, falling the most in two years as software sales falter. We're going to check on your top business stories, any of the news after the closing bell on this Friday. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.